Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week four, day one of our study of 2 Corinthians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2 Corinthians 5, 1 through 5. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to remember to read 2 Corinthians 10 times in these 10 weeks that we're going through. It really will transform your life in God's Word and your life in God. With that, let's go ahead and pray before we start today. Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your Word has to say to us. God, speak to us. Fill our hearts today with the knowledge of you through your Word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's Word to be reading today from the NIV. This is 2 Corinthians 5, starting in verse 1. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling. Because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with the heavenly, our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. <clears throat> Paul is is going on kind of a, a little bit of a metaphorical rant here, talking about how he wants to to take off these mortal clothes and put on the the clothing of eternity, the clothing of our heavenly dwelling. He talked about this building that we have in the future. Jesus Himself said, "You know, I'm going away to prepare a place for you." like a literal place. When we read in Revelation, we see that there's a literal massive city coming down. And and there's people that say, well, this is all figurative and Revelation is completely figurative. But it's very interesting, the book of Revelation, you know, it, it tells us that John is given a measuring rod by an angel to measure all this out, saying this is very real. So there is a literal building. Paul is being metaphorical here. But there's this undercurrent of reality behind it is there is a a literal dwelling for eternity. You have a literal uncorruptible body, like a human body. People think that, you know, and this is what I call Hallmark Christianity, that one day we will float on clouds and strum harps and be bored to tears for all eternity. People actually, Christians who have, have not immersed themselves in God's word, especially about the end times and eternity, they actually a lot of people carry a lot of fear about eternity because they think that it sounds really boring that there's that literally you really are going to be sitting on a harp on a, on a cloud strumming a harp forever. And it's just going to be the most boring thing ever. Nothing could be further from the truth. You will have a physical body, one that does not decay. You will eat food. You will do things. It's, it's not that I like to say that this, the next life, the, the eternity that we will inherit, it's not, it's not completely different than what we experience now. It's completely better than what we experience now. Everything will be better and enhanced over what we experience now. It won't be 180 degrees different than what we experience right now. Uh, so I want to read something in Revelation that I think Paul is, I don't know if he's specifically alluding to this, but I find it very interesting. This is Revelation 6, verse 10. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been. This was a, a, a 
fascinating passage right here because this is the martyrs that the, the people who have been killed in the end times and leading up to the end times before the return of Jesus. And they're actually begging Jesus, how long until you return and you bring judgment on the people of the earth? And, and he's saying, just wait a little longer. And the thing that he gives them are literal clothes, literal white robes to wear. Now, what Paul is talking about in our passage here, he's actually talking about these clothes right here that we have, the mortal skin, the flesh and, and bones and blood that we're made of. He's calling these our clothes. But I love in Revelation, Jesus is literally going to give us new clothes. We're going to get a new body, a, a, an incorruptible body, as Paul describes it elsewhere. But he's also going to give us new clothes. Now, what Paul is talking about is, is, again, the flesh and blood that we're clothed with now, this mortal body, this these mortal clothes. And we understand what Paul is talking about instinctively. If you've ever been to a funeral where there's an open casket, you know that when you go up and you look at that friend or that family member that you knew, you knew them well, and you walk up to that casket and you see them lying there, you realize that's not them. The person that you knew, it's its not, that body is not the thing that made them who they are. It's all we see. It's all we can see when we know someone is the, the body, the flesh and, and blood that we're made of. We see our faces and, and, and everything about us is, is contained inside this flesh, but it's not who we are. And you, you, you realize that perfectly when you go to an open casket funeral and you see that person, you realize it's not them. It looks like them, but they're not there. And you can tell that instantly. This, the, when the life is gone from somebody, you realize there's more to a human than flesh and blood. And that's what Paul's talking about is this is mortal. And he's just, he talked in, in, in first Corinthians, second Corinthians four about how, you know, they've been pressed and, and, and they're experiencing all of this, uh, trouble physically and, <laughs> And, and it's, it's wearing on me saying my body, my physical body is groaning and longing for this thing that will not groan anymore. It will not be this mortal flesh and blood, but it'll be the thing that I put on forever. He's like, we're groaning for that. We're longing for that. We're longing for life, eternal life to swallow up this mortality that we experience now. And so Paul is called what we experience now, this momentary light affliction, momentary light suffering. But forever and forever, we will put that off. Verse five. Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. So Paul's saying, we don't have that now. We don't have the, our new body. We don't have these clothes. We don't have all of these things but he's given us the Holy Spirit as our deposit, right? When we want to buy a house, you have to put a deposit down. You give earnest money. Or you, you go to the bank and you have to put money down to say, I want this thing, right? Or you can go and if you're buying something on layaway, I don't even know if people do that anymore since credit is so easily available now. But if you were to go and buy something on layaway at the store, you go and you give them money saying, I, I'm, I'm putting this deposit down because I want it. 
right? Or maybe in more modern terms, there's all these electric car companies that have these big promises, you know, about what they're going to make, or there's, you know, Kickstarter campaigns for what these companies are going to make in the future. And half the time they don't make it or it's delayed and delayed and delayed. But, but anyway, we understand, you know, you put your money down, you put that deposit down saying, I want this thing. Uh, we don't always get that guarantee that it's actually going to come, but but God has given us the deposit of what's to come, that we can have confidence in what's to come, that this eternal life, that we will be clothed in immortality, in eternal life, because of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. That's the thing that's guaranteeing what will come. I find it very interesting that Paul would describe the Holy Spirit as this deposit, this guarantee of what we're going to experience forever. And that's the tension of life as a Christian. When we believe in Jesus and, and we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we still live in this fleshly body. We're still tempted. We still struggle. We still feel pain, emotional and physical. But we also have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. And we have we have that well of joy in the midst of, of suffering and trouble and hardship and that tension, right? We feel both of those things as a believer, and that, that Holy Spirit that walks with us, that's the thing that reminds us, wait, there's more to this life than what we see and feel right now. We have to keep that in mind. We have to be a people. Christians have to be a people that are of, they're so heavenly minded that they're of the most earthly good. We keep our eyes, we keep our hearts, our attention fixed on eternity, fixed on what we will inherit with God. And it changes who we are now, today. It changes how we live. It changes how we see the people around us. When we think about this mortality someday being stripped away and we of, of us re- receiving eternal life in a heavenly body that's incorruptible and, and pure spotless clothes to wear, it changes how we see this life that we're in now. We have to take on that perspective. That's what Paul is encouraging us to do here. That's what he's going to continue to encourage us to do in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.